I'm Sandra Hayes Buckley and you are listening to the Mind Your Mind podcast, a podcast that delves into what minding your mind means to different people, what self-care looks like in their lives and why minding their minds is so important to them. I hope you enjoy. This episode of the Mind Your Mind podcast is sponsored by Rainbow Crescent. Rainbow Crescent is an online shop specialising in uplifting products with the aim of putting a smile on people's faces. Check it out at www.rainbowcrescent.ie. Before we get stuck into this week's episode, I am absolutely delighted to announce that there will be a live recording of the Mind Your Mind podcast on Thursday, October 5th at 7pm in Middleton Park Hotel. On the evening, I will be joined by a fantastic panel of guests, including health psychologist Aideen Stack, teacher, author and founder of the Hope to Cope charity, Catherine Dolphin Griffin, and registered intellectual disability nurse and CBT psychotherapist, Emily Murphy. Tickets are on sale now over on www.rainbowcrescent.ie and I can't wait to see you there. The 30th of September is International Podcast Day and in honour of this day I thought it would be apt to record a very special bonus episode of the Mind Your Mind podcast to reflect on how my podcasting journey is going, what the future plans for the Mind Your Mind podcast are and what I have learned from this journey so far. So how my podcast journey is going. I suppose to start from the beginning, my podcasting journey really started this time last year when the idea for the podcast first came into my head. So I was very angry with the stigma that I had experienced myself and I knew of other people who had experienced this stigma with regard to their own mental health journey as well. Um, I actually posted a reel on the Mind Your Mind podcast Instagram page about two weeks ago now detailing an experience of stigma that I had that really shocked me at the time because it was a professional, a mental health professional. I had gone to her for therapy. I was in a very, very bad, vulnerable place. I was in a deep state of anxiety. Um, I had an episode of depression as well and was suffering up to five panic attacks a day. And this person looked at me and based on my appearance, made an assumption that I couldn't possibly be experiencing the things that I was. So what that person said to me was, you say you have all of these things, you say you're self-conscious, you say you're anxious, but you've got pink hair and you're wearing very brightly coloured clothing. And in that one instance, she'd completely invalidated my experience. She dismissed what I was going through, completely dismissed my emotions, my feelings and everything that I was experiencing and my family was experiencing and that made me very angry and it took me quite a while after that to realise that I wasn't doing anything wrong by being the way I am, by looking the way I am and to really I suppose accept that I wasn't doing anxiety wrong. I already thought that I was doing life wrong because I was experiencing all of these panic attacks, anxiety, depression, you know, all of these horrible, horrible things. And then for somebody to invalidate my feelings towards that experience, it it just made me feel that I was doing everything wrong and that, you know, I can't even do that right. Um, So when I experienced that myself and then hearing about the other experiences that other people had, came up with this idea that, you know, wouldn't it be nice for people to share their stories because everybody has a story and to give a voice to that and to open up very open, informal, conversational pieces where, you know, people could be open and transparent about their own experience and, you know, to really validate the feelings and emotions and experiences that people had. Um, But I suppose 
my own imposter syndrome and my own anxiety kind of got in the way of me you know producing this podcast for quite a while and it was Pamela Walsh who was a, a guest earlier on in the series um who actually kind of gave me the push that I needed to launch the podcast and I'm very very grateful for her to her for doing that for me because realistically speaking I would have taken quite a lot, lot longer to get myself to where I am now so in May I launched the podcast and you know it didn't have a big launch online or anything I put up on a Wednesday that this podcast was coming on the Friday and a trailer trailer went up on the Friday um a three or four minute trailer and then my own episode um went up on the very next week and that was episode one of the Mind Your Mind podcast and it became very apparent very quickly that this resonated with an awful lot of people um that people hadn't I suppose been given this voice before to talk about their own experiences and um to date the podcast has been listened to in 30 countries on six continents in the last 30 days I just checked the Spotify um download insights and in the last 30 days on Spotify alone it has been downloaded over 4,000 times so 4,260 I think is the number um it also has been widely listened to on Apple Podcasts and on Google Podcasts which unfortunately that platform is going to disappear quite soon so if you do listen on Google Podcasts it might be time to start thinking about another platform to get your podcasts on um so I suppose in terms of the actual podcasting journey itself I would never have known anything about how you got your insights or anything like that how you knew how many people were listening how you knew where they were listening all that sort of stuff so that was very much an education to me um I am very grateful for Acast as a platform to get the message out there to get the episodes out there to be able to schedule them um so that I have found brilliant and it's all a learning curve and I think that that will probably come across in the podcast as well you know as I'm going I'm learning all the time and one thing I have learned, I think the biggest thing that I have learned is actually in relation to the specific conversations themselves. And it's really getting back to the the reason behind the podcast. And that is the why. And, you know, for me, it is all about people's mental health journeys. And I'm really there just to facilitate those conversations. And, you know, obviously there are certain things that come up in conversations that I have gone through myself or that I have experience of. So that then you know facilitates the conversation in itself as well because you know it is this two-way traffic and um I suppose what I've really learned is that everyone does have a story to tell everyone has their own experiences and because of that every experience is unique in its own way and also what I've learned and it became very very obvious very early on in the podcast is that how people deal with situations is different some people like to meditate some people like to go to the beach and throw themselves into the sea some people like a walk other people just want time on their own other people like to get into bed and you know have another go at life once they've once they've had a nap and that's okay and I think that is a huge learning that people could take away from this is that not everybody's experience of mental health is going to be the same and not everyone's experience of what helps them with their mental health is going to be the same and I think that's a really important point because all too often we have certain agendas being pushed and a lot of it is back to kind of commercialization that you know 
businesses have to sell their products at the end of the day that's how profits are made that's how people's wages are paid all that sort of thing but what works for you might not necessarily be something that you can go out and buy in a shop it might be you know you might need to go down to the beach and just take yourself away from people and get into the sea and have that you know cold hot therapy all those sort of things and that's been a huge learning for me as well and it's something I did learn also through my studies of a certificate in mental health studies earlier in the year which was something I undertook with both the podcast in mind because I wanted to understand more about the conversations that I would be having but also from a very personal point of view I wanted to understand a lot of what I had gone through myself and that really helped me with understanding the different types of mental illness the different types of medications that are out there the different types of help that is is there between you know psychotherapists psychologists psychiatrists you know all the different nuanced areas that are there within the the mental health world um if you want to put it like that and i suppose that has led me as well on a very different journey and the podcast itself has led me on a very different journey as well so i i mentioned obviously i had done this certificate in mental health studies i actually finished that a week before I launched the podcast and I had also finished a certificate in life coaching but since launching launching the podcast I have started a neuro-linguistic programming practitioner course and a meditation teacher training course as well because I suppose just to understand some of the self-care methods that people use and call on and I suppose for me I have a very very innate like almost a need to I suppose help people to not go through the terrible experience that I had with my own mental health. I really would say I had a breakdown, a major breakdown in my mental health in 2021 and I want to avoid at all costs getting back to that stage again and if I can help even one person through the podcast or through these other courses that I am taking you know I think it would be worth it um some of the feedback from the podcast has been really personal to people I don't always share all the feedback that has come through for the podcast because it is so personal to the listeners I have shared some snippets and you know certain lines from people's podcast feedback but there is some feedback that comes into my dms in particular that would be very very personal to us to that listener or follower's story that I don't want to be sharing with everyone because maybe they're not ready to share it with the world yet um so you know I want to respect people's privacy as well but some of the feedback has been really really positive in the sense that people have listened and got help afterwards people have listened and really resonated with what has been said and not felt alone you know for the first time in a long time and that really was the big aim with the podcast I wanted to open up these conversations I wanted to make it normal to talk about these things I wanted people to see that you know they're not alone there's you know a whole wide range of people who are going through these mental health journeys who you know and they could be working in any area I've had people on the podcast who are accountants I've had life coaches I've had you know loads of different people yes a lot of people from the wellness industry and the actual mental health industry itself but I've also had people who 
you know, do not work in that industry at all, but they have their own mental health journey through, be it through burnout or anxiety or depression or stress or, you know, whatever it is, because all of us go through things. All of us have our own story and I don't think there's a person on the planet that hasn't experienced stress at some point or anxiety, worry, you know, sadness, anything like that. And it all falls within that, you know, mental health realm. And podcasting has really, I suppose, allowed me to use my voice as well. Because in that experience that I detailed um, just a while ago, I really felt like I shouldn't be talking about this. You know, who's, who do I think I am with the pink hair and the brightly coloured clothing to tell anyone that I'm anxious? And it really, I suppose, stopped me in my tracks for a long time because I really didn't know where I fit in because, you know, this mental health professional had told me that I, I looked wrong. I, I didn't look the part. I didn't fit into the box that she had created as to what an anxious person looked like or what a person dealing with a mental health struggle looked like. And it did stay with me for quite a while and it did, I suppose, really get into my my head in terms of that imposter syndrome, like who was I to talk about this? And wh- even when I got, I suppose, that bit be- better with my own mental health journey and, and I suppose moving into the realm of business and opening up my own business, I did really have that in the back of my mind all the time of, you know, who who do I think I am? What am I doing? And it was only through, I suppose, I went on a coaching journey. I, went, I had life coaching with Jennifer Davey, which I've touched on in the episodes um, myself. And Jennifer was a guest on episode two. And I suppose through that coaching journey that I really realised that I needed to be more, much more self-compassionate and allow myself the room to be myself and to not be knocking myself that you know Jesus nobody's going to look at you or nobody's going to listen to you if you bring out a podcast and or if you do anything because that's what it was at the time it was literally like you know nobody's going to listen to you nobody's going to want to buy from you who do you think you are and I'm really glad that I did that uh, coaching I suppose program with her because it really helped me to get out of my own head and just be self-compassionate with myself and allow myself to do the things that I really want to do and I'm really passionate about doing and mental health awareness and I suppose promoting positive mental health and opening up these conversations is something that I am so passionate about I'm so passionate about people being allowed to talk about this and I know that Dr Alex George um does a poster pill on the first of every month and as this episode is going out it it is the first of October I will be posting my own pills on my stories this evening just to show that you know there is there should be no stigma with this if you hurt yourself there would be no one bat an eyelid if you were taking pain relief for example I have hip dysplasia and I'm waiting for hip surgery at the moment and I have pain relief I'm on pain relief patches right now and Nobody really bats an eyelid when I say that I have to take this pain relief. Whereas if I say that, oh, I'm on tablets for my mental health, there there is that bit of more stigma attached to it. You know, people are much more wary of that medication rather than the likes of medication for your physical health. And I don't think that should be a thing. Your mental health is every bit as important as your physical health. And the thing is, they're so intrinsically linked, which has been talked about widely on the podcast. 
um i suppose i've had dr kira belviso who is a medical doctor um as well as being a mindfulness practitioner and she has her own business cam with kira and she talked all about you know the link between your your physical health and your mental health as did rosie mcmahon from the Shannon Estuary Way Retreat Centre and she talked about all her studies on you know mindset and all to do with the the link and she has done huge studies over the years on that and it is something that comes up a time and time again that mind-body connection and it, there has been so much more research in the last couple of years on the link between your mental health and your physical health so really why should you not look after your mental health in the same way you would your physical health if you need tablets or if you need some sort of medication or medical intervention, you shouldn't have to, I suppose, apologize for that or hide it or act any differently. Because the thing about it is, I need surgery, which is a medical intervention. I need this pain relief while I'm waiting for the surgery because I have a chronic level of pain, which is constantly there, it never goes away, and it does impede on my quality of life. Um, I can't do the things that I once was able to do and I it's actually limiting my abilities more and more as time goes on because the condition is worsening it's deteriorating rapidly and it is limiting me much much more I need much more rest and nobody is questioning why I would need surgery for that nobody is questioning why I would need pain relief for that so why then do we question when people need medical intervention for their mental health, when people need to go to hospital for a hospital stay, when people need medication, when people need psychiatry. So I think if we can end some of the stigma, even even a tiny bit of it, if we can alleviate that by being able to open up these conversations, talk about it in a more open way and just be honest I suppose about what's going on and not have this thing of you know oh we don't talk about that in public or you know let's sweep that under the carpet because that is so damaging and it's something that really I suppose that is a a generational thing it's something that that came from you know time gone by when we didn't talk about anything like that that was a very personal issue that was going on and it was very much swept under, under that carpet you know put the lid on the saucepan and let things simmer (laughs) simmer underneath there but the thing is eventually it'll boil over and you know something will happen and and it's you know it's so unfortunate that we we leave things get to that stage where you know don't talk about it don't talk about it don't talk about it and then ultimately it, it has to be talked about because something bad will happen and you know we have very high level of suicide in this country unfortunately very very high and something that I'm ta- I talk about with Marcy Carroll on an episode that is upcoming um, of the Mind Your Mind podcast is maternal mental health. And that is another thing that is because the thing about it is the number one thing, the number one cause of death in mothers in the year after having a baby is suicide. And that is absolutely terrifying. That statistic alone is absolutely terrifying. And there are so many more statistics that come with suicide in this country. And we really need to talk about mental health in a really open way before it ever gets to that state. Because if we don't, we will have more and more people who are struggling in silence and feel like they have no way out. And I am so glad that I am in a position where I knew I needed to ask for help. That day... 
that cold, dull, dreary day in November back in 2021, I was down on my local beach walking, which is what I do for for my mental health when I'm not laid off with my hip. And I was walking across the beach and I had what I would honestly describe as probably the worst panic attack I've ever had. I physically couldn't stand. I kind of just threw myself down on the stones on the beach and I knew at that point I had to do something. It was either ring the medical centre and get to see my doctor or the alternative. And the alternative was not nice. And the thing about it is if we do not talk about these things, if we do not have support systems in place for people, that choice will be taken out of their hands and they will see only one way out. Luckily, I had a very good support system through my family and particularly my doctor and my psychiatrist at the time. And I knew that there was help there if I if I wanted it. And it was only a case of picking up the phone. But for a lot of people, if we don't have these conversations, that option isn't there and they or they feel that that option isn't there. And I suppose through opening up these conversations, through this podcast, I really, really hope that it reaches people and that people, I suppose, understand that there is help there and that there is nothing wrong with them because and they don't need to be fixed. You, you don't need to change who you are. If you've got pink hair, I, I see you. <laughs> you know, you you can be anxious and have pink hair. I've been there. I now have red hair. But listen, same thing rings true um you don't have to go around with a paper bag over your head or wear black or look you know like you're attending a funeral or that you're waiting for your own you don't have to look a certain way you don't have to act a certain way in order to have these issues to be going through the experience that you're going through and if anyone tries to invalidate your experience it is more to do with them than it is to do with you i found out last week that I have been nominated for two awards at the Club Women's Network Award Ceremony in November. This is the Female Founder Awards. It's the second year of its running. And I have been nominated for Most Positive Impact and Most Inspiring Member. And those thing two award nominations are intrinsically linked to this podcast. And I am very grateful. I was anonymously nominated by some other club member I don't know who it is but the fact that somebody out there some people out there I guess think that of me and of the podcast but in particularly of the podcast means an awful lot to me because I suppose I'm not doing this for accolades or for awards but it is nice to be recognized and if people are getting the sense that this is having a positive impact that's ultimately award enough for me to be honest with you because that's what I want it to have I want it to have a positive impact I want people to listen and to think you know geez I've been through that as well or that might help me or I don't know whatever it is and that you don't feel like you're doing it wrong you're doing life wrong or you're doing anxiety wrong because that's what I felt for a very long time and you know ultimately that it's not true at all you're not doing it wrong and I wasn't doing it wrong either and I realize that now I'm much more self-compassionate as I mentioned and 
I just hope that this podcasting journey you know continues on that trajectory um I suppose what's next for the podcast is that on Thursday evening next the 5th of October I am hosting a very special live recording of the podcast in Middleton Park Hotel in East Cork it's on at 7 p.m my guests on the evening are three lovely Cork ladies the first of whom is Aideen Stack who is a health psychologist and then I have Emily Murphy who is a CBT psychotherapist and a registered intellectual disability nurse and the final guest is Catherine Dolphin Griffin who is a teacher an author a mother and is now the founder of the Hope to Cope charity. So I can't wait to interview those ladies to see how they look after their own minds, why it's important to them, why it's important to them as well through the work that they do to help other people because all of them in different ways are helping other people to look after themselves, their families through different experiences that they are having and I suppose what self-care looks like to them on a regular basis but then also in times that things might be a little bit more stressful what are the things that they they call on to help support them and and the people around them because that's the thing about mental health as well it doesn't just affect you if you're on a mental health journey it affects people around you as well and that's something that has been touched on I think in nearly every episode of the podcast thus far Antoinette Coffey mentioned on episode 20 which has just been released a few days ago um that you know her two boys and her husband are so important to her and she had this realization during lockdown in particular when life slowed down in the way that it did that they were the the thing that was so important to her and how her stress and and the burnout the chronic stress that she was experiencing in her working life how that was affecting her i suppose herself but also her relationship with her children and her husband because she was bringing that stress home and everyone really has mentioned how it has affected their home life and their you know not just it's not just affecting you or your work life it it affects so many other things outside of that you know it's like a spider with all its legs um but yeah and I think that that'll be really interesting as well um on Thursday evening so I'm really looking forward to talking to those ladies before we'll get stuck into the conversation with those three ladies I will talk through a little bit about the podcast a little bit about my own story as well for anyone who's there who doesn't know the story and just I suppose as a recap as well to introduce them to what the world of the mind your mind podcast is all about so I'm going to leave it at that for this evening I am really excited for what is to come I'm going to continue with the weekly podcasts. I have a very loyal listenership. I know that there are people who listen every single week and thank you so much for doing so. I really appreciate every rating, review, comment on Instagram, message on Instagram, the DMs, um, the mentions on stories are so, so appreciated. I appreciate everyone who has supported it in any way, shape or form thus far. And I hope that this evening's episode has given you a little bit of a better understanding of the aim of the podcast and why I'm so passionate about it and mental health in general. And I suppose a little bit more of an insight into 
me, the why behind the podcast, where it all came from and yeah, the learnings that I've had so far. So thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening and I will talk to you on Friday. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Mind Your Mind podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, rate, review or follow. It really does help with getting the podcast out there. You can follow us on Instagram at mindyourmindpod for extra content and some behind the scenes action. Talk to you next week and in the meantime, don't forget to mind your mind.